And wow, welcome to the frigid state of Florida for this Bulls Beat. We are recording this early on a Monday morning. Never have I been so glad to have a garage because I see photos on Twitter of people's cars being completely frozen outside. I've been through that routine. It's called on trips to Kentucky to visit my folks. And I don't like scraping ice off my cars, but hope everybody got a clear view of the road when you're driving out and about. Maybe you're listening to Bulls Beat in your car, on your device right now. Thank you either way. we got, of course, highlights of the one basketball game from the weekend, Jose Fernandez and new dog Harley in our second segment. We'll also tell you what went down with women's tennis, which is off to a 1-0 start after beating Florida A&M. And remember, in two weeks, pretty exciting to say that we'll be talking about the upcoming start of the bat and ball season as softball is, yeah, getting that close to beginning things. Tennis, again, got started over the weekend with the Women, the men coming up soon, both men's and women's golf, so even more teams to tell you about and to have interviews with here on Bulls Beat. Wanted to start off the show with this news that came down on Friday and I thought was great. For the second straight semester, it was a record as far as USF student athletes getting honor roll recognition 289. This is for the fall term. 15 programs had a GPA of at least 3.0. There are 17 programs, so that's pretty solid. Jeff Scott's football team had 45 players get honor roll in the fall semester, a record 57 in the spring term. After that, it was softball and baseball. Men's soccer, 25. That's practically the entire roster. And outstanding stuff. You can read it all on GoUSFBulls.com. The best team GPA in the fall was a 3.86 from Erica Brennan's women's golf team. And if you've spoken to the golfers, this is no surprise. They are all just outstanding individuals, and you could tell have their act together. Same for the men who were right behind with a 3.65 fall term GPA. So if you want to read all about it, head to go usfbulls.com. Women's tennis got its season started on Sunday. Thankfully, the match got pushed to later in the day because Florida A&M had such a long Saturday. They were supposed to play on their home courts, which are outdoors, but due to weather, they had to go inside to play McNeese State. They actually borrowed the Florida State University indoor facility, and they got stretched to the max, which probably helped the Bulls out because that one went 4-3, to three, Florida A&M won. And by Sunday, maybe they were a little bit exhausted, but the Bulls were strong and beat them 7 to nothing. Only one match was close. And it was very close and could have been a loss, but doubles got things going in as dominant fashion as you can. First, let's do the annual college tennis scoring format report in case you're unfamiliar or maybe forgot. It starts off with doubles. You have three teams, three pairings, number one, number two, and number three. And basically you play a set. So each team is trying to win two sets out of the three. Right when that second set is secured for whichever team wins it, that's it. You win the doubles point. You're up one nothing. And then there are six singles matches. Your number one player on down to your number six. And those all count for one point each. So overall, there are seven points up for grabs. And the school that gets to four first is officially the winner. Sometimes the match ends right there, depending on schedules and things like that. Other times they just play it out. And so that's why sometimes you have a final score of four to nothing or four to one. And other times you have, well, six to one. 4-3, to three, which is as close as it can be, or the most dominant final score, which is 7 to nothing, and that's what the Bulls had. In doubles, Sierra Berry, the freshman from Texas, coupled with Amelie Boy, the fifth-year player, they looked pretty good. 6-1 was their final. Grace Schumacher, who came onto the scene as a freshman from Australia last year, 
doubled up with Margaret Timmermans. They won six love, and the number three match didn't get finished because, again, the doubles point was clinched, but it was 5-1 at the time. So you got to also mention the number three doubles team of Alex Mios and a freshman, Kiana Mokhtari. Don't know much about her, but we'll get the scoop. Don't you worry. So it went on to singles, and it was clear the Bulls were going to roll. There was one exception, Laura Pelissé, who was the number one player for the beginning of last year. Again, another very experienced Bull. Lost her first set, and when the match was basically over for everybody else, she was in a second set tiebreaker and won it 8-6. And so since things were long since wrapped up, they went to what's called a super tiebreaker, first to 10 points to decide the third set instead of playing out a full set. And that went overtime, as it were, with Pelissé winning 12 to 10. So special mention to Sierra Sandy, the number three player for Florida A&M, who pushed Laura. But the rest of the Bulls were long off the court. Grace Schumacher playing number one, six love, six two. Barry in her first spring match as a freshman at USF defeats Haley Porter, six two, six two. Emily Boy wins her number four match, and this is something to keep an eye on. Six love, six one. Again, Emily was the number one player last year. And I don't think we ever actually replayed the interview. We'll play this clip at some point, just not on today's show, where she basically admitted when she was rolling along and got to the number one spot and was conference player of the week, maybe it got to her head a little bit. There was a little bit going on there, and she struggled. But she was very open and honest. She is one of my favorite student athletes, Emily Boy. And it's great to see her in the number four spot just roll her opponent. And if she's your number four player, you've got a deep team. Margaret Timmermans wins 6-1, 6 love. And at number six, Alex Mijos defeats Susan Salinas, 6-3, 6-1. Alex had a great year at the sixth spot. So this looks like a pretty good roster now. Speaking of pretty good, today they'll go up against the Florida Gators, and that is going to be a much, much tougher task. Gators are ranked number 20 in the country. They actually got going before this weekend playing as individuals basically at a big-time event out in Las Vegas, and in that event, Emma Shelton, who is actually their only ranked player, players individually are ranked somewhere in the top 100, and she is their number two player, and she won a tough match yesterday. But also their doubles team of Alicia Dudney and Benty Spee, well, they won that event, and they are the Gators' number two doubles team. Frankly, you might have to expect to be down a doubles point against the Florida Gators and then try and get some on the back end of singles because they only have the one ranked player. However, McCartney Kessler played on Sunday against a UNF player who's 32nd in the country, Kit Gulliher, and Gulliher actually beat her, but it was 7-6-6-4. Then Shelton actually had to win a first set tiebreaker, so the top two matches were close, but the Gators can get you with depth. This is what their men's team does. Now, the women's team, nothing like the men's team. Men's team won the national championship last year and is a unanimous choice to win it again this year. We're not talking about that level of talent, but we are talking about a top 20 team, which won its first match of the season on Sunday, 6-1 against UNF. And again, the only loss was to an individual player ranked number 32 in the country. If you get a chance to drive to UF, I was thinking about it, but I just can't make it work. Uh, that's at 3 o'clock this afternoon, and we'll have plenty of chances to see the women when they come home. I have 14 home matches. If you didn't hear Christina Morris on my show on Friday, you can go back and listen to that interview on our SoundCloud page, the Unlimited Unloaded page, and we'll see them soon enough. But if you 
do have a chance you're hearing this to get to Gainesville that is an amazing facility if not today then some other time the Alfred A. Ring Tennis Complex, and it is set up for tennis, man. It is a true stadium. All you got to do is jump anywhere in the stands, and you can see all six courts at once. Huge scoreboard with the display, so it's going to be a fun experience for the women. Let's see if they can take a point or two or maybe shock the Florida Gators. We'll tell you about it on tomorrow's show. Next up, highlights and some post-game from another thriller for the women's basketball team as they defeat Temple in overtime. Stay tuned. This is Bullsby.